0: Shop it all at samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.
1: Put that long day behind you. Good times lie ahead. With company worth keeping. Then I bash my mind in your head. Come on in. The door's open. You'll find just the finest folks here. Pull
2: up a chair. Grab a drink. And let the stories your ear. Cause we we're gonna talk, talk, talk the tavern. And welcome to Talk of the Tavern, I am your host, your mustachioed host, one of the three mustachioed hosts here tonight, and uh, hold on, <laughs> it's that beautiful mustache, Andrea, why does it look like boxer shorts? Are you knitting boxer shorts?
3: Maybe.
2: It's I love how on my camera Ed looked to his right, which is where you are. Like he's looking over at what you're knitting. Right. <laughs> it's okay. I am uh welcome to Talk of the Tavern. Tonight's topic is going to be is email dead. We'll get into that in a few minutes. I am Travis Sivard. I am the host and creator of Talk of the Tavern. Yeah, I haven't done much else, but uh, I've written a couple books. You can find them on Amazon. Go look them up. They're okay. Now, let's have the uh, first mustache of the night. The woman who knits boxer briefs introduce herself.
3: Andrea the Chat here, and yeah, I'm knitting. Also, I have my tea. That's my vices. What about you, Ed?
2: Hold on. Um, Do Do you want to say hello to your people, Andrea? You want to say what's up to your people? What's up, my knitters?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would mess that up.
3: <laughs>
1: Go on, Ed. <laughs> hey, people, it's Ed. What's up, people? I'm uh, I'm not knitting any damn thing, but I'm sitting here drinking Bold Rock Hard Cider watermelon flavor. No watermelon jokes, okay?
2: Yeah. No, well I know you normally don't like watermelon, so I was about to ask what you think of that.
1: I, I I like watermelon candy. I like this. I like watermelon in in a glass. Uh-huh. I just don't eating watermelon. Is it I'm the texture? It's it's all that juice dripping and pressing Flush up against my face with juice running out of it, it better be screaming. Watermelon don't work. Last time my
2: watermelon screamed, it was the worst night of my life. (laughs) Okay, so uh, my vices tonight is I have a little Jim Bean uh, double barrel, double oak, double oak barrel. And uh, I don't think I'm going to smoke a pipe tonight. I don't think I'm in the mood for it. But uh, yeah, let's see what our audience here has, for their vices, going to post in the chat. I'll read those in a moment. I do want to let everybody know that this podcast and this show is an adult show with adult language and humor and so on. <clears throat> also, I want to let the podcast folks know who are listening after the fact, we are recording this live at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk, and we have a live interactive chat audience who says dumbass things, asks incredible questions, and everything in between. For our chat audience, just so you know, we don't necessarily answer every single comment. Okay, they don't. I try not to, but I answer most of them, just because I've, I've got an <laughs> illness, <coughs> and they tease me about it. Uh, speaking of which, Hot Diggity Dave says, T-Bone Steak and Ice Cold Bud Light. Really? Are you okay? Do you need somebody to send you a better beer? <laughs> I mean, it's not Milwaukee's beast or anything, but. What's your, uh, what what kind of beer do you like with your steak, Ed?
1: Uh, I don't anymore. I'm not a beer drinker anymore. If I'm eating a steak, I want a merlot or ca- or cabernet.
2: Yeah, generally when I have a steak, I want water. And then, yeah, it's uh, usually when I'm working the grill is when I want a beer. Mm -hmm. But once I'm sitting down with my food, yeah. Um, That's right. Dave says, (laughs) murka.
0: And Word says, uh, just
2: saying you can cut it into chunks and eat it with a fork like a civilized person, often while holding the garden hose in the other hand and spraying those irritating yard rants and ankle biters, which is what we all affectionately like to call the neighbor's kids. The ankle yeah. biters, on the other hand, are just you know mites from the grass. Hold on a second, <laughs> fish. Sorry, my cat was uh clawing things. Okay, it's let's cat do let, our catfish. That's true. Uh, let's do an opening toast here. Um, oh, so many things in my head. We'll do the double toast like normal. One from me, one from our uh, bot host Cogsley, Cogsley. Uh, do you, do either of you have anything special you want to toast here nah I'm not special well, well probably yeah, but, yeah.
1: Here's you are to, special
2: here's to Andrea's finger work on the pink shaft
1: mhm I heard it was good it made musical sounds I heard music oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do you want to put that all in context? <laughs> okay.
3: So whether you know or not, I am learning bagpipes. And in order to learn, you begin with a chanter. My chanter is Pete. And today yeah, it is. I've gotten I've gotten better. I am doing well. And Travis, he's like, I heard music earlier he didn't know i was practicing i'm like that means i'm doing well he heard music not screeching so yay me
2: i didn't hear a cat in pain i'm like where's that music coming from
3: i'm getting better i'm playing actual notes
2: so there we go Well, thank you it's just a nut for throwing your bits at our face here's to you you're
1: welcome that's all right what's that
2: now, uh, just everybody, so everybody knows, let's, let's throw out the cast thing, and then we're going to take Cogsley's quote there and uh, do a toast to it. Okay, there we go. So there's the links to Ed's YouTube, his channel, and so on. Okay, now, Cogsley's uh, toast that he wanted us to raise glass to is, there are no secrets to success. It is the result of preparation, hard work, and learning from failure. Colin Powell. you here. That's true.
3: that's true. You're here. Hmm.
2: By the way, I want to say, fun fact we have 69 subscribers right now. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> I'm not giggling because we have so many. Just, you know, 69. There's like a
3: theme for this show. It is. Then that's the pink shaft, and the
2: 69.
3: That's
2: a good number. Okay, I'm back. What? I'm sorry, I lost focus. Where were we? All right, let's go over here.
0: Well, Dave, thank you for throwing 69 bits.
2: It's, uh, thank God I got an extra glass of bourbon right here. Okay, so the topic tonight is email dead. And what this is supposed to be is it wasn't so long ago that email was new and fresh and it had that new email smell and we all loved rushing to check our email to see if we had anything good. Whereas our regular mail had gotten old. When you're a kid, anytime you got mail, there's always good news. As you become an adult, you get dumbass ads, you get bills. And our email box has shifted to the regular mailbox. And so many people, well, let's talk about it instead of just me going into it. So let's talk about this. Ed, Andrea, how often do you guys check your email? Now, just check it. Nothing else. Just open it up and look. Every day. Several times a day. Same here. Several times a day. Yeah. How often do you clean it out to where there is a dozen or less emails in it? Every day.
3: At least every week.
2: (laughs) I do mine most days. Probably five out of seven days. I'll do that. But apparently it is pretty normal to have hundreds if not thousands of emails sitting in your email box that you've never touched. That's why I have to do it every day, because if I don't... Right, right. And I do it with my work email and my personal email. Yep. It's... uh, So a few comments here, where it says, I think email will be around a long time. It's an efficient, well-established method of transferring information, but our methods of interacting and using it may evolve to the point the underlying email becomes invisible where it says I check it two to four times a week and screw that sorting crap. See, I delete a lot of crap, and then I sort some things away, but I also set up auto filters, so they automatically get tagged or labeled or whatever. But I also, if I have to scroll to look at my email, I have too many. That's why I say I keep it generally less than five, but very rarely more than twelve. Um, Let me let me. I'm just gonna put this out front. You know, you could fucking unsubscribe from things, people. Every time you, yeah. Every time you go sign up for a new website, whether it's social media, whatever. Oh, oh, okay. Word has clarified: not two to four times a week, two to four weeks between checking, (laughs) up to a month before checking. Um, (laughs) Okay. See, I, I, what I get in my email, I want, I signed up for it. And if I don't want it, I unsign up for it. I unsubscribe and it's probably four to five times a week. I unsubscribe from something because every time you go in and you order something, buy something, look at something, click on something. There, there's a like a 30% chance that they'll get your email and mail you shit after that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you're usually automatically signed up for email.
2: Which I'm okay to a point with that. For example, for my book covers, I'm on a couple art sites. And I just got one yesterday or today. But I don't see it every day from them. I see it like once a month. And I'm like, I'll leave that one. And I'll just delete it. You know, but I'm not unsubscribing. There's other ones where I have signed up for it. And within the first two days, receive five emails. And I'm like, oh, (laughs) fuck no. And then there's times I'm like, let me bump it down to, just send me one a month. And I get like three in the next two days as basically what it does is, did you do this on purpose? Click here for yes. Okay, we got that other email that said, yes, you wanted to do this. And then it resets the cycle of when it sends you something. So it sends you something the very next day. So within two days, you're getting three. I'm like, unsubscribe. Fuck you. I don't need your 10% coupon. <laughs> See, Word says I have a bunch of prioritizing filters, so the important stuff is on top. It's. I feel that same way about sex, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dorothea.
3: Prioritizing is on top?
2: The important mm-hmm. stuff is on top. The important stuff is on top. <laughs> always so you guys have some thoughts on this is email a thing of the past is it too annoying to keep is there a better way
1: I, I don't think it's too annoying to keep but it, it is annoying I like you said about ordering stuff I, I was surprised to find out one day that a company that ordered from A number of the emails that they sent me were actually coupons. With very good percentages off to buy more stuff from them. But because I was getting so much other shit from them, I was missing the coupons.
3: Hmm. I hate that. It's
1: like, what do I do? Do I get rid of this so I don't get anything from them? Or have to read all the fucking emails so I can get the coupons?
2: Yeah, it's uh, a... Dave says, email is good when used properly. Spam sucks in all shapes and forms. Um, The thing is, we we often sign up for spam. Actual spam, the unsolicited spam that you can't really unsubscribe from, or anyway, that's eventually going to happen just over time. When you've gone enough places and clicked on enough things. But because... Okay, let me equate it to the real world. Before we had email, you'd walk into somebody else's house. Maybe your own house. I don't know. And there'd be a stack of mail on the coffee table or the kitchen table or that table by the door. Or all three. Like sliding off piles of mail. And it would be this huge mess that they never went through and then they'd have so much crap but that's not on the people who necessarily mail I'm sure it's annoying but it's on them to clean and organize it's in my
1: fireplace now instead of on my table hmm <laughs>
3: Well, I, we get things all the time, and a lot of times we keep coupons for, like, the car places for oil changes and stuff, and then forget about them when we go to get the oil
2: changes. It's true, and those are the paper ones she's talking about. It's yeah, love to get them, and then, yeah, we'll even put them in the car, and then by the time we go get whatever work we need done, pfft, forget that they're there.
3: So, when you brought up what tonight's topic was, I did some nip. Mm hmm. some note because I'll forget. <laughs> so I remember when email came out and everybody was so excited for that. You've got mail mm. and they hated checking the mailbox because of bills or whatever. It wasn't fun, especially for adults, kids, you know, birthday cards or whatever. But the adults were very excited about checking the email, whether it's spam or not. It's like, Oh, let me try this new game. Let me click on this link that puts a virus on the computer. You know, <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Because <laughs> you know what happened.
3: Um, but And now I'm seeing a change. So people are excited about getting things in their mailbox rather than emails. It's true. And, mm-hmm. and instead yeah. of avoiding the mailbox like they used to and checking the email all the time, now they're checking the mail all the time and avoiding the emails and deleting hundreds you know, without looking at them.
2: I think a lot of this has to do with next day shipping. <laughs> You're out there hugging that mailbox like a horny dog on a leg. <laughs> Is he here yet? Is he here yet? Hi, Mr. Mailman. You don't mind I came out and dressed like this, do you? Got a box for me? Slip me your package, big guy you were saying
3: I I don't know so alright so with the the younger generation because yeah my age now like in their teens and 20s a lot of them don't even know how to address an envelope oh it's true I taught my kid he's 22 now but he knows because I made sure he knows
2: but he forgot what well, he did but I reminded him
3: <laughs> but like some of the people I've seen out that I've worked with in other jobs and things they didn't know and they're like well how many stamps do you put on it to send it here they did not realize that the stamp goes by you know it's the weight of the package not where it goes
2: well it, right
3: I mean in the United States for an envelope
2: correct But for a package, it's both. There's zones.
3: Well, if you like, you know the cards that have like the musical stuff in it, or the bigger cards. Sometimes you need two stamps as opposed to one. Right. So that's the difference. But a, a lot of them don't know how to address an envelope, or letter etiquette, or how to how to write a letter.
2: Hold on, hold on. Sorry, there's I clicked a button. Sorry about that. To everybody who's watching, who is no longer watching, that can't hear me say this. Here's how you address a letter. Hello, letter. How are you today? How's the family? Oh, they're dead because you're paper and they were trees.
3: That is what not to do.
2: Oh, my bad.
3: But I don't know any thoughts about that.
2: About the next generation not knowing. Well, why do you think they don't know? They don't know because it's not required part of life anymore. It's an optional part of life. That's right. Dave says, paper mail? Okay, boomers. Word says, you might find it interesting that there's an industry centered around sending secure messages between companies from dedicated computers, which are basically really fancy emails. Yeah, it's called encrypted. Or if it's not called encrypted, it's the same concept, the next generation. I remember when we used to have to enter in like that that 20 or 30 character encrypted key code and it had to be included yeah. in the bottom of the... Uh, do you remember this at all? When you used to encrypt emails and you had to include an encryption code and... I didn't was, have email then. Thanks. No, I don't remember that. Well, I tell you what, that was one of those things that I... As a young 20-something, you know, who had been raised on computers since middle school. um, Yeah, I avoided those emails because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. It confused me. And Word says, nope, not that. It's a terrible, clunky, awful step backwards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is all this stuff, encryption stuff, is. Yeah. Yeah. So with this electronic age, if we even look at... Because there's other spam that we get, by the way. That spam is uh, in all of our entertainment feeds. Whether you stream it on your television, you stream it on your phone, or you stream it on your computer, we get quasi-optional ads. And what I mean by that is... uh, they're not a full commercial, like when you used to have to watch television and you'd have three minutes of commercials. Mm-hmm. Or God forbid it was one of those, you know, mini-series or the Super Bowl where you could get seven minutes of commercials. Um, but now we get commercials that you get to cancel six seconds in, or they're 15-second commercials. And <clears throat> I
3: was going to I dealt with that earlier when I was looking at stuff.
2: Right. Uh, by the way, Spam and Eggs is weirdly nice. It's got to be fried. It's good. Yeah. So it is.
3: It's not just the email um, that you get all the time, but a lot of the news. Mm-hmm. So a lot of newspapers are going the way of whatever. I remember getting newspapers delivered every day of the week. And then paying extra for the weekend editions. Right. And now it's all online, right? Do people still get newspapers delivered?
1: They do. There's no news in them anyway, so
2: not really. But yeah. if you but go to
3: and there's comics. The
1: that's
2: what stuff. the Sunday paper was for, wasn't it? And that one, like yep. regional entertainment center, whatever they called that little like catalog magazine-looking thing that they put in there, that was full mm-hmm. size what of that newspaper that for the week. Oh yeah, then you get like the TV guide included in it. A little cheap one that wasn't TV guide, but it was a yeah. little bullshit one that you had anyway because you were not rich enough to buy TV guide at the fucking checkout counter with a pack of gum every week. That's right. Mm. Look mm. at us just just swooning for the spam of the past.
3: well in the tv guide it wasn't just a guide of what's on tv you had all this other stuff on in there too like articles and things
2: right playboy also yep
3: you mean there's stuff other than article
2: oh (laughs) boobs so Mm -hmm.
3: i was gonna say when i was looking at instagram because i'm always on instagram you have your spam, your ads pop up, and there was one, it's called (laughs) lettersfromafar.com. So I went to look at it, and you know how everybody has subscriptions (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
3: for like clothes or Netflix or whatever? Well, this is a subscription to get like snail mail letters every month.
2: You mean a pen pal?
3: No. It's, you don't write back. They send you stuff, and then like stamps from different places, vintage stamps. Just, you get a letter every month. Yeah.
2: Is it in cursive? Because I just want to know how old you have to be to be able to read them.
3: I don't know if it's in cursive. but, (laughs) But I'm looking at that, and it's like, they couldn't have people subscribe to that before. But I do remember in, like, the back of the magazines I got, like, the the metal magazines and things like that. They had that section of pen pals.
2: Right, right. And you actually made, right. met people that way, yeah.
3: Yeah. I had pen pals. I loved that. Like all over, all over the world. But then um, again, 30 years now, ago,
2: we would have never thought somebody would pay for water in a bottle.
3: Some people did because they had well water like where I used to live and it was like disgusting. You couldn't right. drink it. So they had like gallon water.
2: But then you also had perrier that the fancy people drank that by the way bubbly water it's nasty mm, true now everything's blast. you were saying andrea oh
3: um i'm just looking at my notes so now people are subscribing to get a letter in the mail i know that there's things online for pen pals I don't know if it's email pen pals.
2: Do you think we can charge here at the tavern to send somebody email? Do what? Uh, is there a market for people to write us and pay us money and we'll send them a piece of mail?
3: Hmm. I don't know. That's a question for the, the, audience, the live audience.
2: Dear
1: Bob, how are you? I'm doing well today.
2: Goodbye. <laughs>
3: Bob with two O's. <laughs>
2: That's right. <clears throat> so, uh, word says Amberzine, a fan magazine for Amber Diceless. I don't know who that is. Porn star? Maybe? Sounds Anybody. Like it. Had a section in the back for personals, but they were all made up in character things, often hilarious.
3: That's great.
2: Sounds delightful. And Dave, yeah, newspapers are out of date by the time they get printed and you pick them up because everything is instant
3: nowadays. (laughs) But some places like out here and and the small little areas out here, they have a weekly paper.
2: For your local news, it's worth it. You know, the bigger papers might as well go to actual in-depth educated articles, (laughs) instead of trying to compete with the online one that is four paragraphs per topic, why not give us a two-page huge amount of information so you actually have something different?
1: Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments where bold moves require confident blueprints where you can accelerate transformation through consistency, where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission.
2: Learn more at SAIC.com slash cloud. Valuable for your newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. In this day and age of not even spoonful-sized bites of information, they're like little baby spoons. Um, I don't think we need all and that you, shit. Hmm?
3: Then you have the clickbait. Like there, I've seen stuff, the article title, and I'm like, oh, I want to read that. And then it's like, click next, click next. I'm like, I never even get through it. Two hours later. Or when
2: you get three pop-ups. Also, by the way, if anybody out there in the industry is listening, please stop putting everything in fucking video form. <laughs> I do not want to want because I can read an article in twenty seconds. It takes me two minutes to watch your fucking video.
3: It takes longer than that to load it sometimes.
2: It's true. It's true.
3: So, do you still do either one of you or any in, anyone in the chat? Do you send letters? Do you send cars? Do you still do the mail thing?
1: Nope,
2: I ain't got no friends. Yeah, uh, I've always been really bad at sending things in the mail anyway. So usually if somebody gets something in the mail from me, it's a box, not a letter. When it comes to a letter, considering since the 90s, late 90s, you had unlimited long distance. Yeah, I'm calling you. So I'm still keeping in touch. But,
3: uh... Nobody calls anymore.
2: No, they don't. Or nobody answers. I call, but nobody answers. (laughs) See, Word says, I've received several cards and letters over the last couple years. I know you've received at least one box. (laughs) Like I said, it wasn't a fucking letter for me, but I sent you a box.
3: Well, chances are, if you receive anything from the tavern... Um, it's because I made the card, and I addressed the card, and I put the card in front of Travis and said, write something, and then I mailed it.
2: And I probably drew a penis on it.
3: That is correct.
2: And then wrote some kind of fucking limerick or something. But then you probably also got bookmarks and uh, postcards mm-hmm. included in it, and and the tavern poker chips and stuff like that.
3: He'll send the stuff. I'll make the cards and send yeah. cards, so. Because I like that. I like the letter writing. Like, I have the wax seal kit. I have all the little fancy doodads. Not like Jewel, though. I don't have the fancy Cricut paper kind of thing. She and She makes beautiful cards.
2: You need to add one of those to your wish list for your Twitch channel.
3: Maybe. They're very intimidating. <laughs>
2: All you got to do is tell people it's a subscription and if they buy this for you, they'll get 12 months of cards. Somebody will be like, that's worth $247.32 with Amazon Prime shipping next day. (laughs) And I can include a card printed by Amazon and put in the box. (laughs) So, let's see here if I'm understanding correctly we tend to keep the three of us tend to keep up on what we have just because we like to that's how we function and uh <laughs> so word says last year I ordered something from Amazon that came from China it came with a handwritten thank you letter i guess it was in chinese might have been a plea for help <laughs>
3: It's oh, my
2: God. time to put that into Google Translate. I don't know how,
3: but. <laughs> Travis ordered something recently. Was it the harmonicas or something? And you got a little note.
2: And Tootsie Rolls.
3: Yeah, he got a little, it was personalized. A little thank you for supporting small business or something. That was cool.
2: <clears throat> it was. Cool. I think that's a, that's a great way to do it. If you are operating through a giant like Amazon to include those little notes, it, it's smart business. It adds a personal touch. And one of the notes that I received at some point in time said something along the lines of, Thank you, blah, 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 blah. This is a photocopy of the original note, photocopied many times over like each time they wrote another note on the bottom as a they photocopy they'd get or something cuz that's cute probably after writing the first like 30 or 40 they're like fuck this i'm going to write it one more time and just photocopy it mm-hmm. and well they-
3: looking at that website for the letters around you know letters from around or whatever mm-hmm. letters from afar that's what it is somebody handwrites it and then they copy it into with a high quality art print
2: and out. I wonder if they actually just find mail trucks that have been abandoned on the side of the road and put different letters in boxes for people. That would be cool. That's right. And then Millie got <laughs> down on her knees. <laughs> Whose grandpa said this? <laughs> Is Millie the goat? Or the cousin? We don't know. Just keep reading. Don't stop. We're almost done. Mm-hmm. Oh, No. By the way, I did see something in a video today that said goat dogs gluten free. Okay, let me explain. <laughs> Millie Vanilli, says Dave. Yeah,
3: I I, be- I know he said Millie Vanilli, but why?
2: Because I said, Is Millie the goat or the cousin?
3: Oh.
2: And he said it's Millie Vanilli. Okay. Um oh. So I was watching a didgeridoo video today, and it was how to make one, etc., etc., and it was this kind of wren looking thing, but in the UK, and it was before the actual didgeridoo part came on, they were like showing different scenes, and one of them was a sign instead of hot dogs, they were goat dogs, and they were like low-cholesterol, gluten-free, Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, goat dogs. I don't, okay. I'm not
3: okay.
2: a fan of goat. I, I imagine that's good with the good stone ground horseradish mustard. Nope, nothing. Is goat mm-hmm. greasy? Goat's not greasy, right? It can be greasy, yeah. It's mm. smelly. It is,
3: that's why I don't like Even that. after
2: you cook it or just before it's dead? During the cooking process. It's, yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. So nobody comes home going, oh, grandma's cooking goat again. <laughs> She's like, oh, God, grandma's cooking goat again. Pretty much. Why your you horny, baby? Weird.
3: Grandma's been dead about 15 years.
2: That's right. Bitch keeps coming back and haunted us by cooking goat. That's okay. Andrea's got a haunted leg that stops her from clocking in on time pretty much lamb chops and goat dogs that sounds like a hell of a fight in a comic book or a superhero movie (laughs) tonight on the six o'clock news well you already saw this online but anyhow we'll tell you anyway lamb chops and goat dogs attacking downtown new york flabbergasted boy join flatulence man to stop the attack Flabbergasted boy that. was quoted as saying uh, 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 uh. Bought flatulence man, thought it was a gas. <laughs> no. You should do that
3: newscast. That'd be great.
2: I just did that newscast. Wait for the VOD. Rewind it. Somebody clip it. Send it to Andrea. <laughs>
3: So, did you
2: miss getting male? Nope. No? Miss getting uh, female? I haven't
1: missed any yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I do miss getting male. Because every day I go out there, like, there's going to be something. Um. Bam. Are you okay in there? Fun fact, I heard it in the real world before I heard it in the cyber world. <laughs> so anyhow who sent something? I, is that important? Do I need to look at it?
3: Do what? I didn't send anything.
2: I just heard a a Cindy Cindy. Anyhow.
3: It was unmuting.
2: Oh, is that what it was? Okay. So mm-hmm. uh I do miss getting mail. I go out to the mailbox every day like hopeful. Something will show up that I'm interested in. But frankly, if I haven't ordered anything, there's never anything there. No. Never. It's... Uh, like, can
3: you still get, um, like, the Playboy and stuff in the mail? Since everything's online now, porn is easily accessible, You do you still get it in the mail?
2: You can, but well, mm-hmm. it costs more now to actually print it. You know what? Actually, I was just about to mention Jewel. Jewel just popped in and said hello. Um, We do get postcards from Jewel and Jamin. Mm -hmm. So that is something that Bright ends up checking the mail.
3: She makes the best cards.
2: Yeah, you you were mentioning her earlier with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was uh,
3: talking about you.
2: But when it comes to anything else it's really a shot in the dark. It's, then again, did we ever get anything good in the mail if we didn't order it? Ever? I did. <laughs> what?
3: Like, samples. Like, um,
2: random samples people would send you?
3: Or companies would send me.
2: Oh, that's what we're talking about. Dave reminded us with Make Playboy Great Again. I'm still a fan. <laughs> It's, I can agree with that. It's uh <clears throat> first of all, we can even talk about comic books. Holding a physical comic book to oh, me when yeah. Well when people were talking about oh we're going digital comics, I'm like, eh. I have no desire to flip through a digital comic.
1: Nope, not the
2: same. Especially now that my eyes are getting old and <laughs> gonna enlarge all the damn pictures.
3: Yeah, you can do that now. Well, it's kinda like with when um, books started going digital, people were like, no, I prefer, you know, having it in my hand. So, when they started coming out with books, what did the people with the stone tablets say? No, I prefer the old way.
2: Yeah, Maybe. they're going to last longer, whereas paper is going to deteriorate. You know, it's...
3: Uh, it's just a more portable design now. It's just everything's becoming portable and easier for access.
2: See, my problem is when you take something like these books or a DVD or a music CD or whatever and you're like, hey, let's sell it digital to charge me the same price as a physical copy is just a big dick slap in my face. Yep. And not the good kind that I pay extra money for at the restaurant. Because, because? But Um, Yeah,
3: I was going to say, I don't remember what it's called, but listening to the radio the other day, they're talking about digital collectibles.
2: No. Okay, then again, I immediately say no, but I swore I would never pay for digital stuff online, but I have Mm -hmm. paid for digital pets in World of Warcraft and skins in Fortnite and all this stuff to the point where... I never want to know how much I've spent on that stuff. Because <laughs> it's embarrassing and probably mildly sickening. Now, it's probably still a fraction of what a lot of people have spent. But I know it's multiple thousands. I know it but
3: is. But that, that's not the type of collectibles I'm talking about.
2: Okay, what are you talking about? Like a
3: video clip of certain things it's so weird i don't i still don't understand the concept but a video clip of certain things or
2: a picture like when the ceo just sold the first tweet ever
3: something like that it's and and there's a certain amount that you can get that has an imprinted number even though anybody can see it online you own this this one i i don't understand how it works but that's the thing (laughs) You know what I'm
2: saying? Limited rarity, just like a digital item in the game that's so rare, whatever. By the way, uh, Dave says, books on a Kindle are tolerable. I definitely prefer paper. You guys turned me on to Kindle for novels. Yeah, Dave, to expand on that for everyone else, I prefer a paperback book. But when I travel and want to read, I would rather bring a digital device with me that gets ruined than ruined a paperback book.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. or mildly damaged, where it's not ruined enough that I feel like I can replace it yet and you know it's of course being able to fit 30 to 3,000 books on one device that holds a certain amount but it's really hard to display it to look hot what are you shaking your head Ed? Dave's last comment you want Mm -hmm. to read it? Mm Mm-hmm. He's eating. Uh, Dave says digital gear slash collectibles are still useless at the end of the day. Baseball cards are one of my hobbies, and there are apps that will charge money for digital cards. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, that's ludicrous. Why would I pay for
2: a picture of a baseball card? Not even a real picture, Ed. A digital picture. Because technically a baseball card is a picture. Uh, Well, a
1: digital picture of a baseball. Why would I do that? It's like anybody can buy that digital picture of the baseball. No, as a digital signature.
3: That's what I'm saying. And people are spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on these things. And it's like, I just don't understand it. I I need it explained more for me to understand the whole why.
2: (laughs) Here we go. I'll explain. And I'll use small words
0: that you'll be sure. That's-
2: <laughs> Robert says, I mostly read on my Kindle now because I can read late into the night without keeping my wife awake with a book light.
3: Well, I'm sorry. I was going to say, um, for Dave, do you have a paper, a paper white, a Kindle paper white? Because it is the closest thing to reading, like reading on paper, but not being paper.
2: See, what I'll say is there's a place for both of them, but I don't feel a digital version has the value of a physical version Mm -hmm. that you can lose or get torn up, which I guess you can't technically with a digital one by catching a virus or having the hard drive wiped or broken or whatever. Um, so I'm and I'm checking comments here they kind of all agreeing with what we're saying here
3: well yeah I prefer a physical book too but when I read on a Kindle, I prefer the paper white because you don't have the glare and the all the stuff like a computer screen
2: there we go see I remember those uh word words says bookstore I used to frequent had a trade paperback sized case with a holder for a tablet in it along with a couple compartments for storing things, folded open like a book, it had that stacked pages feel along the edge. Sorry, the cat is on my lap digging claws into the thigh. <laughs> we gotta turn his ass towards the camera. And it's claws to where there's double air. Hmm. Uh, Dave says, I bought the Kindle because I wasn't convinced I'd like it. I'm happy with the choice because I don't use it as much. A paperwhite wouldn't be worth it for me personally. Dave, here's what yes. I'll say. I use my paperwhite more than I ever used my Kindle tablet. Because it's designed specifically for reading. And I can't be bothered with apps and notifications and all these other things. I can't do anything on it except read a book. And it is set up so you can read it in bed next to next person. There's not this huge glaring light coming out of it. It's nice. Not that that's going to bother the person laying next to Dave. They just want to get out of the basement anyway.
3: Why is he in the basement?
2: <clears throat> I agree, Dave. I agree. It's a... So anyhow... Um, so what's the best way... Going back to the original topic, dragging us right back over to there, away from the tangents. When we anyway. look at mail, that used to be the best way to communicate with people or put an ad in the paper or maybe a TV ad... But to communicate to somebody on a personal level, um, cat claws, um, sending a letter was the best way. Or a political advertisement, you know, send the flyer or whatever. So then email kind of took over because everybody's checking their email. What do you guys think is next? Obviously text messaging. We all get text messages, but now we're starting to ignore them.
1: Damn, you're
2: talking about me again. Talking
1: about what again? <laughs> me. Oh.
3: Well, I, I know that things have gone away from texting on, you know, text messages on the phone. I see people with their watch and I'm like, what are you doing? Texting. Texting. Or they'll talk into their watch. They're sending the text. I'm
2: like, actually, so I'm- maybe
3: that's the thing.
2: I want to lean over and, like, look at somebody as they're doing that. I'm like, I can't see the shit on my phone when I can make it this big by stretching my fingers out. How do you read it on your damn watch? Is it, like, one letter at a time, scrolling past? I don't know.
3: <laughs>
2: James wanna wannabe. James Vaughn, hell, that's a Dick Tracy wannabe, baby.
1: See, I have a rule about texting. If it takes more than three back and forths, that's six texts, Pick up the phone. Let's talk. Okay. Yep. I, I don't want to carry on a conversation via text.
2: Yep. I explain that to anybody that I plan to have extended interaction with. You get just a handful. I uh, See, I don't know about that. See, Jules says, next level, FaceTime, Zoom, and Twitch. No, because people won't make a phone call. What makes you think... By the way, I have seen people walk in to my job with their phone on whatever video interactive thing and when they talk to me, all they do is drop that phone to their side and still leave the video rolling where whoever they're talking to is up there. So, Jewel, you're not wrong, but if you're trying to email your 5,000 podcast subscribers or the 3,000 people on my writer's mailing list, I'm not gonna Zoom with each one of them. How do I reach out to them? Hmm. What's next? Go ahead, Andrea.
3: Well, I I see people do that because they don't wanna write. Um, Either YouTube or Insta, Insta Live, Instagram Live or Facebook Live, they have things like that so people can interact with them, but they don't see them. It's more like a chat. You thing. mean
2: like what we're doing right now? Right now, <laughs> kind of. Which, by but they the have way,
3: apps like that on their phone for you know other things too. So not just Discord.
2: We did a topic similar to this specifically about writers' newsletters on Right Night, the other podcast that we do here in the tavern, and Robert, who's in chat right now, was on for that, and one of the things he said was when he does his newsletter he includes a short concise to the point video in bed cuz this is how people get their information now mm-hmm. yeah andrea
3: did you say he includes a video of him in bed
2: that that is what i said <laughs> cuz that's how people communicate now okay <laughs> it's uh <No! laughs> Mm-hmm. so anyhow <laughs> that's right to when we reach out to them with a podcast it's the best way to do it Dave you were the one that suggested that one right <laughs> I made it um, no sleep till book done um, well let's get some closing thoughts on this here because we're coming to the wrap-up point. Andrea, any final thoughts on this?
3: Yeah, send us your thoughts, or if you want to do a pen pal thing with the talk of the, with the tavern crew. Talk is it? Talk of the tavern at show. Gmail.
2: Talk of the tavern show.
3: Talk of the tavern show at gmail.com.
2: Okay, Ed, any cl- closing thoughts?
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Send us some emails. Let us know what you think. Let us know whether or not email is actually dead because we're not getting any. That's
2: true. That's true. And here's a quick to Dave. Thank you so much for whipping out your bits and put them on the uh, camera there. Show off. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's my thoughts. And, and that is very true. You can send us email about this. We've got to want the interaction. We're becoming very insular, which is normal human behavior because it's a lot of energy to reach out and communicate with people. But you got to choose who's important to you and make sure you keep them on your radar, whether that's a company that you want coupons from or whether that's us here on the show or whether that's your best friend, Bob, with two O's. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Dave, let me wrap this up, and I'll talk to you about that. So let's do the closing to this here. First of all, let's get our closing toast. Uh, Whatever comes, I'll be curious to see what it is and enjoy bitching about it just a little bit for a show or so. And I am uh, getting very proud of the fact that I've hit that age that when I was in my teens and 20s went, what are they bitching about? (laughs) I'm the other side of that equation now. So here's to getting older and bitching about shit. (laughs) I think Andrew just hit me in the forehead with her glass. The fuck? Okay, so besides that, I want to thank everybody who supported us today by throwing bits and subscribing and chatting and interacting, downloading that podcast, as well as the folks who bought merchandise and proudly displaying the tavern logo on their shirts and hoodies and mugs and hats and all that. Thank you very much for all that. We are out of here and uh, we will catch you on the next episode of Talk of the Tavern. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight. You are the one thing that makes the show what it is. Don't forget to join us at the tavern next week. Until then, have fun, keep learning, and be good to one another. Now, raise your glass in good cheer. Enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night.
0: Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately. Holidays are here, and so is fashionable fitness. Gift yourself a Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G, a phone that folds in half to literally stand on its own. Pair it with the Galaxy Watch 4 for ultimate wellness and wow factor. Check health stats, flex personal records. Over 90 activities can be tracked, like biking, swimming, golfing, and more. Invest in yourself with tech made to crush goals. Holidays open up with Galaxy. Shop it all at Samsung.com. 5G connection and availability may vary. Check with Carrier. Products sold separately.